0: But I'm Tim and Joel, call it in the ring. Joel, sick. I'm tired. And I work with nothing but perfectly reasonable, boring, mature people.
1: Isn't it annoying?
0: Yeah. I need some wild cards in my life. <laughs> I'll be your wild card, Tim. Uh, yeah, we'll see about that. I don't know. I don't know that you got it in you, buddy.
1: Maybe, maybe Trent Gibson and Frankie the Beast King can be your wild cards. I.
0: Frankie seems weirdly nice.
1: <laughs> like he like does.
0: so nice. Like way too nice for the gimmicks he can't commit to. He's it's nice. It's true.
1: Guy. You walking around with a snake around your head and giving it to kids and the kids are like all
0: man. of the photos. Like such a nice man.
1: He's very nice. Let's talk about well, well, well first of all, welcome on in. Hi. Hi. This show. The show is the one we do. It's almost the end of the year. We're almost gonna change our time slot what do you we didn't we didn't we didn't specify but we put it out on the internet hey what time i think we're gonna keep sundays tim yeah we're gonna try (laughs) tim's on his last legs it's hard it's soon it's gonna be it's soon it's gonna be joel sitting alone in a room talking about Joel riffing for an hour oh dear here we go all right well until then why don't you leave a thumbs up on this video and you can comment after the fact if you're not watching us live but maybe you're watching us afterwards. You can also su- support us here, Five Overbook. Subscribe to the channel, okay? Your super chats go a long way as well. I need to pay Tim if I so choose. So uh, go ahead, drop super chat. Your question, your statement, we get read right on the air. We give you our humble thanks, and we appreciate you, especially going into the holiday season. And we have an Overbook Discord. Don't tell Sean Rossap, even though we're also uh, broadcasting this onto his Twitter. He doesn't watch. It's fine. It's cool. There's an Overbook Discord. Don't ask him about it. It's okay. Tim. <laughs> Eventually, that bit's gonna bite us right in the ass.
0: Which one? The, the don't tell him.
1: The don't tell him. Oh, okay. He's gonna find out about it.
0: I was exploring my tongue with the camera through your entire uh, setup there.
1: So. I shouldn't have been looking at the camera. I should have been looking in it was, your box. It was pretty upsetting. <laughs> yeah, I felt that way. Um, you know what wasn't upsetting last night? We were at Greek Town Wrestling uh, downtown Toronto. That was that uh, was a fun show.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was good time. Not at all upsetting.
1: What, uh, what did we see? We, we saw, I mean, what was some standout stuff? I figured out who Jody's uh, opponent was. Jody Threat had a match. It was originally supposed to be Silesia Sparks. Uh, for whatever reason, she was unavailable, Silesia Sparks. So Jody Threat went up against Smash Wrestling Women's Champion Nikita. That's who it was.
0: Oh, that's a shame. Nikita. Well, it,
1: Nikita had taken, uh, I think she had taken almost 10 years off of the business. She'd taken a bunch of time away and recently came back to Smash Wrestling. So, uh,
0: I mean, she was very good. It was fun. It was a fun match. Well, it it, yeah, it it really worked out well. It's a shame her name's Nikita, and that's being used by a weirder wrestler.
1: I I feel like if the timing is correct, and it was 10 years ago, maybe she was trying to do a La Femme Nikita thing.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's fair.
1: Either way, uh, they had a pretty good match. It started off a little rough because it felt like...
0: Yeah, because they had to do it last minute when Silesia couldn't do the show. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There was some really fun stuff where uh, Jody tossed uh, Jody was tossed into the crowd, and then she kind of goes for uh, goes for a bit of a, a walk on her hands and knees, and then ends up at one of the VIP tables where they all have uh, some drinks with them, and she grabs one of the drinks, powers up by having half, half of a drink. It was cute, and uh, and then she beat the shit out of Nikita. So it was less cute. It was more. Someone kicking ass. It's
0: rough. Got real rough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, towards the finish, yeah. man. It looked like Nikita landed on her head. It was. Uh, it's good stuff. You can find it on Fight Plus. It's it's four ninety nine a month over at Fight Plus. You get a lot of stuff, including their entire holiday tour. uh Fight's not paying us to say it, but for for five bucks a month, it's it's pretty affordable for all the wrestling you get. So uh maybe consider subscribing. We had we had a good time. The main event was uh Channing Decker and Impact Wrestling Champion Josh Alexander having a one on one match. It was supposed to be title for title. And of course, I turned to Tim and I said, Give but the title. What are they doing? And they didn't do it. They had Trent Gibson and Frankie the Beast King, who had been in a match earlier in the night, come out and uh, beat the shit out of both men. And then a very angry, irate nug. Oh, so
0: angry was Nug. The, he, is, he was shaking, just so rage angry. coursing through his veins, dropping F-bombs.
1: And the children, Joel. So we're we're sitting children, at this so moment. many children. There were so many children. At that point, it was five o'clock. I the children went home. Uh, they were all ready for bed. It was fine. Uh, we were sitting at this point over near the production booth. So where the camera was, where the, the, the commentary team was. Nug is also a commentator on the show. So not only is he Greek Greektown's uh, GM, he also happens to be color commentator. So when this whole beatdown thing starts with Trent and Frankie, he like throws off his headset and goes like storming out and I turned to Tim. I said, I should go take over and just like play it up.
0: <laughs> just sit down. He's like, hey.
1: uh, Nug said, I'm in charge. So uh, here I am.
0: He also, there was a staircase right there that he could have gone down, but he had to walk all the way around the venue in order to pick up a microphone before going down. So and funny. It was pretty great.
1: Yeah, the, the, the way that venue is structured and the way that they, like, it works for them, but not for moments like that, where yeah. he has to like go all the way. Well, around. you know what
0: works just fine? Have another microphone Have another microphone. It <laughs> costs so little to rent. Anyway, even,
1: even just from his perch, like have a camera shot yep. where he just stands up and he's like, I'm not going to take this. And like, he's got a microphone right yep. at the, at the announce well. table.
0: Just have a microphone. I could bo- I could lend him one.
1: <laughs> like, Let's do that. Channing. If you're watching later on, we'll, we'll talk. We we'll, get you a we hook you up. we'll get you set up. Uh, either way though, it was a fun main yeah, event. Fun. He made it into a, a tag team street fight, And of course the champions won uh what was really funny is that if you've ever been to a greek town show or watched it uh death taxes and channing decker's gonna bleed so he went through the entire josh alexander match at one point tim turns to me and says it's not bleeding yeah. <laughs> well he did in the street fight so that's yeah, all that matters okay. <laughs> what else happened to that show what, what else was notable and fun
0: uh it's good to see frankie back period he'd been off for a couple of them so it was, we we're oh, like where's frankie and there he was, being, yeah, being Frankie nice. with a, a different, slightly, uh, slightly different appearance. Again, he had some gray face paint on this time instead of the big spooky skull mask. But he had the snake again, so that was nice.
1: What are they called from uh, Game of Thrones? Or are they called the the White, White walkers? walkers? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what he was going for. Yeah, but yeah. with the snake because he's with the, the Beast Master, the Beast King.
0: <laughs> Sorry, the Beast King, because the other one is Frankie the BM, which is not very
1: nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear he didn't lay one last night yeah. uh, oh you know what was really fun big bill collier versus jake something
0: oh man that was big oh man there was one moment that was particularly <laughs> special where i i don't i don't know what it was supposed to be but it was just jake something leaping very aggressively groin first into the face of bill collier <laughs> It, it looked like it was meant to be like a Lutez press, but it was just all, all all crotch into the jaw.
1: It was Jake's something into the face of Bill Collier. Oh, yeah. two big men slapping meat. It was a fun match, though. There were these four women that I think we just dubbed local, them local moms. moms. <laughs> these local moms were just having a ball. They yeah. loved every minute of it. It was great. We almost interviewed the local moms, but, uh, I think at the last minute we realized we'd be infringing on Sean's territory.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we yeah, said no. Yeah.
1: Hey, what about, uh, our interview with Cody Deaner?
0: That was nice. Good time. We had a good match. He wrestled, uh, Bupinder. It was, yeah. it was great. Very strong, very strong stuff. Uh, Bupinder Gujar playing the role of dumb, dumb babyface during the
1: match. That was fun so weird considering the last show we were at Goudreau was very much not the dumb baby face.
0: Well, he started his dumb, dumb baby face because he said, I don't want to hit you because he was wrestling a lady. who was an intergender match and he's like, I don't want to hit you. He spent five minutes doing that and then the match ultimately ends by him viciously spearing the shit out of her.
1: It was very vicious. It's true. It was a good show.
0: <laughs> it looked brutal. It was awesome. It's a good match.
1: Diener gets the win over Goudreau. It was a good match. Um, check out the interview that we have. It's going to be going mm-hmm. up... Uh, soonish I, I spoke to sean probably last night we had to a good laugh. first <laughs> oh yeah you should probably upload it for me that would yeah, be yeah, yeah. a good helpful moment um was there anything else from the show that, that really stuck out jock Sampson, of course was uh was fun the introduction uh,
0: the parade of pins was was something <laughs> the parade of pins uh should probably explain we, what happened that okay yeah so they're raising money for joe Doring, which is nice noble very fine Um, uh, but also trying to pad jock samson's win record at greek town i guess
1: <laughs> he's, um, he's eaten so, for, so many l's except for the last like four or five shows he's been winning yeah or it's he's been laid it all on the
0: line the next yeah. loss he retires so.
1: yeah he's on his own loss uh his own last rodeo he's doing the mickey james thing
0: anyway for 20 bucks jock samson will pin you which i guess is appealing i to somebody there was one woman who was extremely excited for it like very enthusiastic king of the one night stand jock samson uh didn't have that jacket hasn't been singing that just comes out to his weird uh like <laughs> trying not to be crude it's a strange song uh with some strange lyrics it's a stranger ronnie Millsap song it's, it's called very, stranger
1: it's in my bed a stranger in my house stranger, stranger in my house
0: in my but functionally <laughs> in my bed anyway it's a weird cock song and <laughs> it's like he walks out to it with pride it's great Good. everyone uh, loves
1: it yeah i joked he was on that
0: jim Cornette shit um right. but
1: like yeah, <laughs> had a tag match with uh with santino morella yep, yep. that was fun you, santino you did, did his santino thing yeah, it was yeah. Good, yeah he does santino does this one bit now where he comes to the ring wearing his glasses yeah and then he, he he's done this before it's kind of funny the first time you see it it was uh, funny
0: the first time it's weird the second time <laughs> Yeah, so especially so, as his vision magically corrects 10 yeah. seconds into the match.
1: Like. So, so the bit is he's wearing the glasses and he does it for the entire intro and then whatever. And then the bell rings and then he eventually gets tagged in and the referee notices that he's still wearing his glasses. So he points to the glasses and says, you want to give me the glasses? And Santino's like, oh, yeah, silly me. Ha ha ha. He takes off the glasses and then they try to do like a, a, a tie up spot where they're kind of circling the ring. And then Santino gets lost and that's the spot it's a common. he goes spot.
0: to he goes to grapple the tag team partner on, yeah. the, on the on the apron yeah
1: and then he tries to grapple the ref it's 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 yeah. it's a blind man spot it's funny but it's like you've seen it once then there you go
0: it's fine yeah. he's in damn good shape Santino. my god yeah. like bravo anyway he's he threw a- his crotch sock at the child after the match ended
1: <laughs> it's a cobra sock okay mm,
0: yeah but where's he keep it joel he's <laughs> which game? cobra does it lay on <laughs> it's the shed. it's this sh- the skin that has shed it off a, a cobra oh my that he goodness. then ra- <laughs> shoves his hand into it and puts oh in your mouth. that would upset me i'd just tap out before it even makes my makes it to my face
1: anyway there was a lot of good stuff go check it out uh go go watch the show We had- we had a good time we had fun it's uh yeah always fun when we get to go to greek town i'll be perfectly honest we're getting towards the end of the year i don't know about you tim i'm feeling a little bit burnt out when it comes to a lot of stuff i'm so tired i was tired when i got home i i I passed out so quickly but uh either way there's a lot of wrestling from the week to talk about let's uh let's start with smackdown did you watch smackdown from friday yeah
0: i watched smackdown saw the smackdown
1: i don't even know where to start
0: there's there's a few things a few things happened (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I know, but like I, I feel like our conversation, our thumbnail conversation, should probably come. A I saw,
0: I, I saw you took the cowardly route. <laughs> We're talking about Bray Wyatt rather than my aggressive take on that last match by the elite.
1: <laughs> no, I don't, because you know what it is. It's two things. One, that conversation is well warranted for us to have about the yeah, elite. Yeah, and we Indiana will have Patrick. it, yeah, yeah. but every time we use an AEW thumbnail, our viewership is like. Pfft, Oh no!
0: That's it's silly. not good. Like it's good. watch to watch dynamite.
1: We're not consistent AEW talkers. This is if, true. if it's like if you are someone who watches or or if you're someone who does an AEW show tag talks a good example. They talk yeah. about WWE too, but like the the most most of their conversations revolve around AEW, and that's fine. Like that's what they like. Um, and as a result, they can use an AEW thumbnail, and everyone just gravitates towards it there's there's an understanding there when we do it people are just like oh they're just gonna shit on the show <laughs> <It's> not <always laughs> that's the not games. true i
0: love dynamite
1: but anyway it um, was a
0: rough couple of months where you know again you centralized everything anyway you centralized everything with one dude uh he was going through a tough time it, it makes the product suffer that's what happens when you think that one person does anything it's bullshit the it's team always for everything
1: Xia is a hooded figure.
0: Yeah, running around attacking people. Do you try so, to join Damage Control? Is that her angle?
1: No, no. So, okay. <laughs> um, so, so, it was Damage Control versus Tegan Knox and uh, Liv Morgan for the women's mm. tag titles, which, by the way, like when, when they put together Tegan and Liv, I was like, oh, this is another team that, like, in three, four months will get a tag title shot and then break up immediately when one turns on the other. And then later that night, they showed the graphic and I'm like, or oh, it's happening next week so yeah,
0: yeah, yeah I I think I think there'll be some interruptions you know the Zaya Tegan live thing might none of them are winning that that match yeah. tell you that the gauntlet no. oh it's a gauntlet match isn't it
1: That's it's scary. another gauntlet match it's it's the Triple H special when God I the hate the
0: women. gauntlet match it makes no sense I anyway. get
1: it in the fact that the depth of the Smackdown women is not there yet so he continuously has to build these well no because they are the, who can you build as Ronda's next challenger?
0: They are building right now. Raquel right now as but, Ronda's next challenger.
1: Yeah, but how do you get Raquel to win those matches and get her in time?
0: You keep you doing do a stupid galling, you make her look She strong. does silly power bombs with one arm. Anyway.
1: Anyway. Uh so yeah, so they're doing the the World Women's Tag Team Title match and a hooded figure comes and kicks Tegan Knox in the head and <sighs> then they end up losing the match. Uh during this whole thing, the internet sleuths are just like, look at her hands. They're not white. Look at her butt. I know that butt anywhere. I swear to God, these are things people said. And then you know what got people to figure out who it was?
0: It was revealed on a WWE Before social that.
1: channel? <laughs> okay. Her shoes, Tim.
0: Oh, her shoes.
1: Someone figured out, they, they found the shoes and they the internet sleuths found an old Instagram photo, which I guess, I don't know, had the same shoes. And they said, it's Zia Lee, And I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe they got it like this.
0: Didn't didn't they put that thing out like 20 minutes after it happened, though? <laughs> then they did the reveal. Just be a little, who cares? I don't so, care.
1: How did you feel about doing the reveal on social media? Did that bug you at all? Like, Did you want yeah, to, to kind of wait for time,
0: it? Because I also, uh, Newsflash, deleted my Twitter because it's toxic horse shit. So, but I crazy. did see it on Instagram, and it's fine, I guess. I don't know. I don't like it. Tell the story on the show. As far as I'm concerned, but
1: so I don't think a lot of people really realize that Smackdown for next week was also taped this past Friday. Oh,
0: so what? Like, I mean, yeah, that's the other thing I should think of. Like, they're just going to show me next week. Like, it's fine. I don't care.
1: And on top of that, they needed an excuse to put Zaya on the show. Yeah. Between now and then. And this was kind of their way to do it because it wasn't going to just they they weren't going to do something backstage for next week that gets her into the gauntlet. So yeah. this kind of just reintroduced Lee as someone who did something for an excuse to get into a little mini feud with Tegan Knox and presumably Liv Morgan as well. It, I don't hate it. Again, I'm 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 much more a fan of Triple H setting up smaller little feuds amongst the women that aren't just for the title. Ultimately, yeah. I want these people to want to win titles, but I also want them to feud over you know Other you things. hit. Yeah, I want to fight you. You know, bags you, of cash
0: like there's tons (laughs) of reasons to fight um ladder matches
1: with with bags of cash (laughs) the the,
0: i don't know the the thing is they're doing this and they're building it around tegan knox who like i don't know all that well i didn't watch nxt so much when she was around so far her entire personality is the word shiny which is nothing and it is irritating the hell out of me because like i'm I hate hearing the shiniest wizard thing because it's, it's meaningless. Like it's gibberish. And like, I don't, I don't give a crap. Like someone has to tell me what her personality is. I want to hear her Got a promo. Like I, I don't shiny is not a personality. Like it's very so th- boring to me.
1: This was a major problem with Tegan Nox in, in NXT as well. In that her, her persona was, I'm the shiniest wizard and people be like, what's that? She's like, I what does really that like- mean? And then she's like, I really like Brie Larson as captain Marvel. I think she's an inspiration. And she's I like, don't know okay, what, what, I don't give mean? a shit
0: about Marvel at all. So I also and don't then, like,
1: and then they're like, Oh, here's a video of me and Brie Larson working out because she's captain marvel and i like captain marvel and brie larson so. not a
0: personality none of <laughs> this is a personality per- it's so other people's time, mediocre art
1: <laughs> like, some so people are sitting there being like yeah but what are you and that's been the Tegan Knox problem is what is your what's your character who are you radical. what are you doing and, I'm
0: excited and so for that liv has more of a personality and she's hardcore
1: <laughs> and, and that's fine so um the Tegan Knox thing is is understandable that people are not super bought in. Like, why, I, why would I kind of be excited
0: insane? for her return when she has zero identity? Like,
1: and again, as as long as you kind of understand that not everyone that's coming back is immediately vying for a title, like, it's yeah. it's adding depth, and that's fine. Tegan's they need people. Return, I'm not.
0: I don't have an issue with it. You just like you need to work together and establish a character.
1: Like, and honestly her reintroduction, it didn't even have to be a run out to the crowd. It could have been live. Morgan needs a tag partner. And she's like, well, I have a friend. I and then this Tegan Knox walks yeah. into frame and it's like, Oh, she's back. And people would be really excited for that too.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I yeah. I think, think that would have like been fine. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about the, the, the uh, let's, what do you want to do? The ricochet match, the ricochet and Gunther match.
0: Yeah. I, I, you know really what? Good. I think ricochet has improved quite a bit on the mic at least when he's able to be produced like that, like I thought his little package was decent. Like, I I think he's more interesting. He's just like a dork guy, which is funny, (laughs) but he's damn good in the ring. So it's like, that's, that's a person like he's, he's getting uh, a personality like that, that I am starting to see. And it's like, it's a weird personality. It's like rock with the gold chain and the turtle. (laughs) Like that is his personality, which is, it's intriguing to me. And to watch like this little, like, Try hard, go up against Walter, and then put on a banger of a match. Like it's working for me. I like what they're doing with Ricochet. I like that he's getting some shine. Uh, I don't feel that it is absolutely vital that he have a mouthpiece anymore. I think he's getting there. Like I think he just needs more screen time and like something to go for.
1: So, I think Ricochet's uh, Ricochet's character is that he's just a giant dork.
0: Yeah, which is fine because he is. Uh, It's a shame his name is Ricochet because that's also nothing like it's just like okay
1: what do you want to call him trevor
0: no is that his real name <laughs> that's his real name trevor yeah let's not call him trevor
1: <laughs> uh yeah no i agree with you the uh the promo that they that they did where he's walking around vegas and yeah he's like my so time it's good it, so my time it, my yeah, time now and triple h is just like yes yes it is um the the, the promo was good I hearken back to when he had a match against Brock Lesnar very randomly in Saudi that one year, and they did the whole spread for him. They did, uh, they did a chronicle uh, on WWE yeah. Network. They they gave him all the airtime. They gave him every opportunity. They gave him new gear. They did a whole thing, and then Brock beat the shit out of him. Yeah, <laughs> that was that. Well, that's, time... that's
0: that's the Vince booking, right? Like, right.
1: This time they took a similar route, but instead when he got up against the big man, he gave a good fight Mm -hmm. and he also, you know, had a reason to go out there and fight. And he, he, he wasn't just like this year is my year and I won't let Brock Lesnar get me down. No, he didn't pull that shit. He said, this time I'm going to, I'm going to bring the fight to Gunter. Yeah. He never said I'm going to win. He kind of, I mean, he did, but he was never like, it was never obvious the way that it, that it was with, with Brock. Um, Gunther still won, of course. Yeah,
0: of course, but I mean, like he it, he it, it, he looked tested, uh, yeah. and it was like it was a damn good match. Gunther looks yeah. like a beast, like, and the the package for them as well, like Imperium was also excellent. Like it's just this, yeah. He is scary as hell, and like they've kind of cleaned up that mess they made with the with the bra- uh, the brawn running away scared thing. They're still running away scared, but it's less, you know. He just had a match <laughs> like.
1: <laughs> And it's exactly what uh, what you and I were talking about when when he lost in the uh, the World Cup for Braun Strowman. It was yeah. Ricochet wins so that Braun Strowman can be Mr. Best Friend that eventually faces Gunter.
0: <laughs> Which is like I I'm criticized Tegan for it. I'm gonna criticize Braun for it. Big dum dum is barely a personality. <laughs> like he's big beef. No, he's just big dum-dum. Like he's just a dumb, dumb guy. Like it's it's literally the Shane McMahon, like you're a dummy. No, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Rita,
1: that was I'm my much. favorite, by the way, with him. You're dumb. <laughs> this is my brother, Brain Strowman. Uh, <laughs> the, do you remember? Oh, my God. Okay, no, you don't remember. So um, on We Watch Wrestling Podcast, this is something that Matt McCarthy does all the time. Whenever I hear Braun Strowman, I think about Matt McCarthy's version and, and just – over the top b- voice that he gives Braun Strowman, he gives him the big beef voice and he makes them sound like this. And every time I hear Braun Strowman, <laughs> that's the first thing I think about. I'm just the big dummy I am, and so it's that's Braun
0: Strowman's character 100%. Which is, I mean, I'm just, just seeing him run around is fun,
1: I guess. Choo choo, <laughs> they brought that back. <laughs> People will be calling for Triple H's head, and I'd be like, no, keep doing it. Keep doing it. It's so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, so anyway, it looks like Gunter and Braun that's uh, where we're going. Yeah. Early. It, if it's early in the year, that's fine. And it's gonna yeah. get us closer to this uh this reported match of Brock versus Gunter. Did you hear Ooh, about this? Oh, yeah, I did. That does I think nice. that's a that's a fun match to do. And and there's a story there, right? Brock's, I don't think Brock's ever won the Intercontinental Championship. So Brock could be like one more for the mantle. And I hope, you know,
0: it's, it's, that would be great. That'd be a great I, way to it, pass the torch think, as Brock should do soon.
1: And I think that's true. I think yeah. Brock needs to put over a new big man. And I think he's coming closer to being like, it's my time because Vince isn't there to like cater to his every whim and give him yeah. every doll. Well, if Vince gets his way, maybe he will. But as of right now, it doesn't look like, you know, Vince is going to be there for Brock's next, next contract negotiation. Yeah. So I would like Gunter and Brock, and I would like Brock to play ball, which I think he will if he like I think Gunther. he will too.
0: Yeah, he seems fine.
1: We'll see what happens. Uh let's let's just go right into that main event. Uh unless you want to talk about the hit roast. No, there's really tons to. of stuff to talk about. Smackdown was huge. We had oh, yeah. Uncle Howdy. We had LA. That's not the main event. What are you no, talking about? No, the main event was was the, the Roman Reigns promo and the john cena return and yeah that's my main event and then we'll talk about the the main main the actual good stuff
0: yeah yeah the roman thing was fine john cena was charming as as john cena is he came back he's going to do a match last possible second
1: (laughs) i don't think brock ever won no brock never won the intercontinental championship
0: I do vaguely recall him holding the IC title with Heyman when he was just a boy.
1: No, you're thinking, you're it. thinking of the old undisputed championship. It looked like the intercontinental Championship. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think you're right,
1: but he's never, I'm, yeah. I'm, Cause I'm, they pushed
0: like, him to the moon. Like
1: immediately Lesnar lost to Van Damme and in a WWE intercontinental championship match by disqualification. So he's never, no, that's it. That's the only time. So he's never held the intercontinental championship. Anyway, Roman comes out. He's with the bloodline. The whole story was, "Hey Sammy, go get cut up so that you can uh, get your get your big deal."
0: Womp womp. He comes back and he's just got a top knot.
1: <laughs> I think this was a tease. Yeah, I still think it should have been. He it, comes out looking like
0: Jimmy. just right? die, like dye your hair. All he needed to do was do the the red the red highlighters. The red, like.
1: In his beard and just yeah, make it look yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he doesn't do. He he got himself cleaned up. I mean, listen, yeah, the top yeah, not looks yeah, yeah. good. He's he's channeling his inner Daniel Bryan, a uh, brian Danielson, his his inner Tommy Dreamer.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I know, right? It's I crazy. mean,
0: it looked it looked more like that than than Daniel Bryan.
1: <laughs> his inner Seth Rollins. Anyway, so um, he's he's dressed up. He's got the suit on. He's got the, the honorary use shirt and like he and he's being told like you're gonna be made an oose tonight. And Roman's like I do not say that. Uh, and then eventually they're going to make this a match. They, Pierce comes in and says, we'll do a tag match. KO and a partner of his choosing versus Roman and Sammy. And I'm like, this is great. This is going to be top of the line fun. And it turns out that it's going to be John Cena. John Cena cuts the most like self-aware promo ever in his yeah. aging t-shirt and jorts. And just... <laughs> So stupid and so silly and so much fun. Yeah. Uh, What did you think of of the John Cena promo? What do you think of him coming back? Even if it's just for a night in December, let's say it's just that and not a Royal Rumble appearance. How'd you feel about that?
0: I think that's great. I think that's just the right amount of John Cena. I'm good with that. He's got a a, a nice little acting career. I think he's better at that than he was at wrestling.
1: (laughs) He certainly hasn't cooked the books on his latest endeavor in film.
0: Oh man. What's he been doing? feel like Peacemaker. he, you know, Peacemaker is great. Like it's one of the few. Yeah. I'm not a big superhero guy. And I like, the, I like the kind of irreverent, like taking the piss superhero stuff. So
1: Peacemaker, he was, great. he was one of the stand-ins in avatar. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I ain't going to watch that. He, he was, he was avatar. Oh, I right. haven't seen avatar. So I'm just going to see. It doesn't matter. Like,
0: you don't need to see avatar. Nobody yeah. does. My dad I'm was giving like, James Cameron money for bullshit.
1: <laughs> dum, 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 dum. He's My, gonna go uh, in the
0: ocean again. Like, that's <laughs> right
1: my 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 folks are coming to town and my dad uh was like hey maybe we'll go see avatar and i'm like maybe we won't maybe <laughs> we won't yeah but anyway uh yeah so 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 john's back john cena's coming back him and ko i mean i like the promo it was like I said, yeah it was, it was great,
0: great it was so charming
1: if this is an opportunity for them to maybe have john cena in the rumble or here's here's my thought process um the brand split is soft, and it doesn't really exist anymore. Austin Theory clearly wants that match with John. So does Logan Paul, but who knows who's getting it. Uh, because Austin Theory is technically a Raw star, he now knows exactly when John Cena is showing up. So if Austin Theory wanted to go after John Cena after that tag match, this is an opportunity for him to start that that storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They can fight for the US title, the most John Cena of titles.
1: If there's a WrestleMania where John Cena fights for the US title and Brock Lesnar fights for the Intercontinental Championship.
0: <laughs> like what is happening?
1: And then meanwhile, no. the main event is Cody versus Roman Reigns.
0: I think or, I I guess I it's I think Rock and Roman. It would that that would all undermine the work Triple H has been doing to try to bring these titles back to like relevancy. So I, I, don't, I don't think they I don't, that I don't
1: I don't necessarily agree with you because, no, because if these the people, big guys want them. Well, no, because if Brock puts over Gunter and Cena puts over Theory, then you basically just yeah. wrapping up the careers of these guys who were going for titles. You can use them for Nostalgia Pop. That's um,
0: fair, yeah.
1: You can make these guys, but it, it really comes down to how you book them. And and, and if you do these matches, you yeah. can do the Cena and Theory match at Royal Rumble. And yeah, okay. G-
0: I was going to say, space them out. I don't need to see, like...
1: Yeah, and honestly, you can do Cena and Cena and Logan Paul would probably be a lot of fun at, at WrestleMania. Like, that's more of a WrestleMania match than anything.
0: Yeah, it sure is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, don't, don't sleep on that Johnny Knoxville-Sammy Zayn match.
0: I have. It was fun. I have that, no was to that. that was a match. That was a lot match. of
1: fun. So let's talk about the real main event. Let's talk about the thumbnail.
0: Oh, yeah, that is the thumbnail. My God, I am thumbnail. not on today. My brain is. That much. was me yesterday. Was like, We're not gonna talk about it We're going we to talk about
1: it. We are absolutely going to talk about it.
0: We got to talk about top dollar falling, like narrowly escaping his own death. He nearly He's fine. Yeah, he did a damn good job. And he was like, let's go. Okay. Didn't die. Very close, though.
1: <laughs> Should have tried it in practice. <laughs> what what, what, what did, you, did you think this was like a springboard? What are we doing here?
0: Anyway. He was trying to do like a weird tope thing. Like I don't I don't know. Anyway, it was, like, great. It was great watching B Fab look on in horror. <laughs> like,
1: yes. And then afterwards be like, yeah, that's my boy. Be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, good on them for hyping each other up despite yeah, it was good. the move. it's fine. Listen, I like
0: great with that too.
1: They're just like, well, maybe this is why he doesn't do that. Yeah. And it's fine. I think, I think everyone had a good laugh about it. People who are getting weird about it, be like, Oh, you
0: suck. Like I like top dollar. I don't like he's, he does quite well. And is a good big man. Like leave him alone. He's not meant to leap over the ropes.
1: (laughs) Exactly. He, and you know what? He releases these, these little freestyles on, on Twitter and Instagram, whatever. Some of them are good, some of them whatever.
0: The nature of freestyles. I mean, listen to Lil Wayne. Some of them are good, some of them are not. Because he's maybe present half the
1: time. Oh, yeah, because the rest of the time he's just going,
0: yeah! Well, and high as hell on codeine syrup. (laughs) Okay! (laughs) There you go.
1: What? Sorry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much.
1: Oh, God. Okay. So, so, uh, LA Knight comes out and he's, yeah, comes out.
0: Yeah. He's pissed and he, off and he's got his best creepy circular shades. <laughs>
1: it's creepy. It's true. He, he
0: looks like the guy from, uh, the, like the nightmare from, uh, from the Neil Gaiman thing. The, the, man. Yeah. 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 He, he does. Looks like the, yeah, the guy with mouths for eyes or whatever.
1: So, so earlier, uh, we saw, like, just before he comes out, they show the video of the TikTok video of, of, uh, him being they put the mask on him they kidnapped him they put or whatever yes being means. tortured or put duct tape on his mouth and, and and the whole time that he's like got the duct tape on and it's just like whenever bray asks a question he's just whatever whatever eric i'm not eric young sorry i read the chat whatever la knight is saying i just you think of him saying
0: <laughs> it's like what was happening there and then ha- they just let him go like i don't understand that's the one thing that WWE does quite a bit, where it's just like they put someone in mortal peril and then they're just fine, and there's no explanation. <laughs> like, why would you kidnap and tie someone up? Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, they okay. No, no, no. I thought he was doing the same thing, but if you listen to the cadence very carefully, it's more of a Lil Wayne. Yeah, because he does like it. He does still sure. say yeah because he is Lil Wayne as well. But Lil John is like yeah.
1: I'm also very white. Yeah,
0: there's, there's that. <laughs> so there's, there's no that. escaping it. It's a it's an insurmountable obstacle when trying it, to discuss this.
1: Yes, it is. I'm not uh, I'm not the right guy for this. Yeah. So, <clears throat> La Knight comes out. Yeah, and he uh, different. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, do that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <break. clears throat> and he comes out and 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 he's he's just ragging on Bray. He does yeah. a perfect Bray Wyatt impression. I know it's the guy. So at perfect. Public exactly. Enemies podcast. They 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 got it. They they yeah. capped it. They put it out there. Perfect. So good. Uh, and out comes Bray Wyatt, and he's just like, I didn't do it, man. But if You're you walk up the
0: wrong tree, man. Yeah.
1: And all of a sudden, you know la Knight just beats of shit out of bray stomping him. a mud hole in him yeah stomping stomp his ass after
0: this is after la Knight degrades into a weird broken loop of yari he's just like yeah 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 that's how
1: he <laughs> copes that's how he copes with his
0: it's the trauma of whatever that f- happened to him like last week
1: and so they do out They they show Uncle Howdy on the Tron, and he's he's doing the whole you know little pig. I didn't pig, even pig, catch what,
0: what he, he was saying. It was like inarticulate. So
1: little pig. What have you done?
0: That was it. The little pig thing. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: And then out comes um, what I can only explain to you as um, Colonel Sanders and P.S. Michael Hayes's love child,
0: and also just like a bloated corpse, very much so. <laughs> like,
1: although I will say this. When you get a proper view of what the Uncle Howdy character is wearing, like that's actually kind of cool. Like the studded the studded uh, lapel on the collar, like there's there's some cool there's some cool looking st- stuff. It, it's it silly, is a
0: confused look because he's also got a crown of thorns, and it's just like Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, the crown of thorns shit is dumb as it's, it's this
0: dumb. is like what what's the overwrought is the yeah. perfect word of what because it 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 expresses exactly what this is, and it is overwrought and this was do you remember when we were talking about bray wyatt's return there's his crown of thorns he's got his weird twig uh he's, mustache
1: he's okay so he's got is on, that a
0: gator skin glove and a he, gator, gator skin blouse <laughs> like, the
1: shirt is a gator skin, but he's got the the bow tie and then you see the collared lapel has the uh the studs on it yeah <laughs> crown of thorns that's stupid as hell i agree oh got and then the he's got a glove. weird
0: minstrel glove on his left hand okay sure. yeah he's got
1: the white glove i don't know what he's who's who's he targeting here he, he looks like i don't like, know he's also got
0: kernel. bleach blonde hair it's
1: <laughs> like, the car i'm telling you man
0: this is odd and i don't i don't know i have such mixed feelings about it because i love la night uh, yeah. he's doing a damn good job and Bray's doing decently.
1: Especially this a really good point. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <pretty much.
0: laughs> so, okay. What, what, what was the, the, the title of this you put, it was well paced or.
1: Uh... Well paced or is a dragging? Cause we've been watching this since. Extreme so it's both.
0: It's not both. Okay. It's, it's like. It is not well paced. The story is on the upswing again right now, despite the massive narrative holes. But it's pro wrestling. You can't expect too much like it it dragged for a good long while. The last few weeks, it has been back on track. And like, I think that meeting it out in this slow pace is still the right call. Um, It was too slow when Bray was literally cutting the exact same promo like every week. That's too slow. This, where a little bit happens every week, I'm fine with that. Like, I don't need it to be this big dump of information one week. Like, I want it to keep happening slow. I'm okay if this is a multi-month build. I like just hearing LA Knight talk as much as possible. So... um yeah, I think, I think it's fine. Uncle Howdy is a weird concept and I'm still open to it being okay, but I'm also still like the same concern I expressed when Bray Wyatt came back and saying, this is his make or break and the proof that like, whether or not he was being creatively stifled or he just didn't have good follow through is still up in the air because like this is such a strange character with such a like corny overwrought premise. It could go either way still. It could be genius or it could be absolute crap.
1: Did you? Okay, no, you're not on Twitter, so you didn't. No,
0: I'm no longer on Twitter because it's... Rob Rob
1: Fee, who is the director of Long Term Creative and does a lot of the work with Bray Wyatt in this story, uh, something he never ever does on Twitter was say, uh, check out SmackDown this week. It's going to be worth it. If you had read that on Wednesday and tuned in on Friday thinking okay this guy told me it was going to be worth it was that reveal and that storyline beat was that worth something like that because this is a yeah, guy that many i think, people I, hold think so. that
0: regard. I think so i think so because now like with that little bit they're now showing that uncle howdy is not merely uh, a like mental Bray break of gray yeah like it is a separate physical entity Um, and like, you know, they could still go back on that. Please do not. Like at this point now you have committed that it is separate from Bray. It is another person or thing. So that's fine. Which is like, that is significant because everything from Bray before was not like it was like the fiend and Bray Wyatt were the same person. So it's showing that, no, this is new. This is different. It's not the same type of thing. So.
1: That's a really good point. I didn't think about the whole like the fiend was Bray White, and it was very well known. Like that was you, you knew yeah. this. You're right. This time it was very easy to be like, oh, it's Howdy. It's just another version of Bray.
0: Which because it was for weeks, it was Bray feuding with what felt like himself. Right, like he was just just on the Tron and just going back and forth between his tormented mind, like oh, I'm a violent man, but oh, I'm trying to be better. But like now you're seeing no, there's this actual weird dude dressed up like jesus uncle sanders corpse and yeah
1: the Colonel. No. uh yeah i i i don't know what i'm gonna look forward to in this feud because eventually bray's gonna have to have a match and there's this whole um there, there was there was this whole s- story that came out about a trademark about doing a uh what doesn't a lights out match it was like a, a dark something match it, louis dangor got the scoop on it and uh hmm. They they were talking about doing this and it was presumably Bray's match, and uh, Pitch Black. That's the one. Thank you, Aiden, in the chat. Uh, what D- would you do? A gimmick match for for Bray first, first match back, or would you do a traditional match with LA Knight that eventually ends in spooky scaries?
0: Yeah, I think it. I would prefer if they give it some time, there's no stupid red light and they have like a bit of a match again. Like, I don't think that Bray is like the most incredible in-ring performer. I think it is strength is on the mic and in, in, in storytelling. So like, I'm okay if they end it with some schmas and some spooky stuff. Um, but do, do the moves, do a few moves, let LA Knight show his talent. Like, you know, oh, yeah. get that in there. Um, and it, it, have it be Bray, a human being, because again, like this, it doesn't, like Bray can have this cloud of supernatural around him, but him as a wrestler still needs to be human because as we've seen, when they make him supernatural, it, it gets really hokey really fast.
1: Yep. And that's that's, um, that's yeah. wrestling. That's just wrestling in general. Not even not even a Bray yeah. thing. When you start getting supernatural, like you can argue that the Undertaker stuff was it was it was hokey as hell. But at the time, I think people were so entranced by what wrestling was becoming because it yeah. wasn't it wasn't the same hokiness. It was it was a developing hokiness, kind of like Star Trek was, right? Where people were into it, they were willing to suspend their disbelief as they
0: exactly said. because they also did compelling in-ring adjustments to deal with that. Like with Kane, they had Inferno matches with The Undertaker, they had the buried alive stuff. Like, you know, they innovated the product to suit that type of character. It becomes challenging with Bray. They have done interesting things. I thought the Firefly Funhouse thing with John Cena was actually quite good. Like, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, when you introduce a spooky thing, you have to get really, really creative with how you do the in-ring. And making it hard to watch because the light is a dim red, which cameras really struggle with, like, it's not is not the move a big stupid hammer is not the move like, the big
1: stupid hammer i they're gonna call back to that thing and it's gonna be the funniest stupidest thing yeah and, and and people are gonna pop because it's not gonna be it's not gonna be the finish to a match it's just gonna be the stupid hammer shows up they'll they'll bring back uh, the fiend for like a one minute you know cameo yeah and yeah. he'll have the stupid hammer and someone will laugh at it and that'll be bad that.
0: yeah and like I don't know. They're still dropping the ball on some things. Like, I don't know what the hell happened during the end of this segment, but it was just weird. Like uncle Hee stuff for a while. Like he just laughed for like a solid minute. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if they were meant to cut sooner or they, yeah, they someone, were ahead of the beat. Like, I
1: yeah, it felt like someone was looking for a cue is what it was. It
0: was awkward as hell. Like it was just so long and nothing changed and it didn't evolve. And it's like, I guess it's just really laughing. It must've been cacophonous in that arena. Just all of that just reverberating confusion. laughing, actually reverberating in the re in the arena. Like
1: I, so I have a, it's kind of an internal thought process I've been going through. So when, when uncle Howdy's face, you know, reveal happened weeks ago, uh, I remember Sean was saying that it was going to be, or that it looked a lot like, uh, uh, Barry Windham, right. Mm-hmm. Who's was, was, Bray's uncle, and of course Wyndham is going through some uh, some some issues right now, uh, some health issues, uh, yeah. and, and he seems to be okay. He's out in he's out of the ICU, and he seems to be okay now. But um, the face looked like Barry Wyndham, but then they did the the stupid guy on the the laughing on the thing this past Friday, <laughs> and that was very like Ted DiBiase. Yeah, and Ted DiBiase, of course, was uh, was Bray Wyatt's dad's handler when he was IRS, when Michael, when, when, when Schyster was around Erwin R. Scheister. I just, I'm wondering if they're trying to make this weird, like, Oh, it was supposed to be this guy, but then he got sick in real life. So now he's going to look like, you know, this guy He's going to look like, uh,
0: we'll see. I don't know. know what's happening. Like we'll, we'll see.
1: I don't think it's Bo Dallas. Everyone's oh, so
0: confident with these statements. Stop it. Like,
1: stop it with is... this Bo Dallas
0: shit. Stop it. That man should not be employed. Like, he let As him be on time, the farm and be crazy.
1: I don't this, care. like th- It wasn't Bo Dallas in a costume this week. I swear to God, it was just unless Michael Unless he got Hayes, real thick. Like Michael Hayes was just sent out there, and they said, keep the fanny pack on. You can wear it underneath. Don't worry about it, Michael. And then they put the stupid, they put everything on, and they sent him out, and they just said, go, go do whatever you do, Michael P.S. Hayes. And he's like, I'm going to go act like the colonel. And that's what they did. That's all it was. So weird.
0: We'll see. I don't know. They are teasing Alexa too. And I don't Alexa is Uncle Howdy.
1: There it is. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Just in
0: lifts and a fat suit. Yeah
1: oh i think that'd be perfect someone's leaving a thumbs be up more on this video.
0: compelling than the last alexa run
1: <laughs> oh my god actually it would be uh there i don't th- i don't know if we'll get to raw this week but let's talk about uh let's talk about aw let's talk about dynamite yeah yeah uh, do you want to talk about what you what you liked or do you want to like vault into? what did i
0: love i loved the jericho and the jobber segment that was excellent i really enjoyed that the crowd was very hot for it and played along like i thought it was fun you know like it, it's good to see the quick setup that felt insignificant because jericho being like i'm gonna go do a tune-up match against some jobber i didn't immediately pick that up because often there are tune-up matches against jobbers and they go as expected uh and this one i don't know this guy he seemed like a jobber they're chanting jobber and then he he put on a thing and it evolved slowly and it just didn't end and it was nice it was fun i really yeah
1: liked uh action Andretti was his name
0: yeah, like it Mario, Jobber, Jobber. That's an and that's such a jobber name. Like, I'm sure that's what he actually works under. It I'm is. sorry, but you've chosen a terrible name. Like, how many for how many goddamn action whatevers can exist in the world? Like, you're not an action figure, you're a human man.
1: So, you know what's funny is that Jericho, if Jericho handpicked him. Uh, there's a little bit of like weird narcissism involved yeah. because Jericho's first name was Jack Action, yeah, so he yeah, was Action was. and Dreddy, yeah, He was like, see? "There he
0: is." He's like, "That's oh, me when boy. I was young with yeah. a terrible name and a job and the,
1: and the, the curly fucking blonde hair." Yeah, so yeah yeah, 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 it was a fun match. It was a good match. Listen, Jericho really has had one hell of a year. Yeah, uh, the crowd was into it. They got into this match. They got into everything that happened, and I was into it. I enjoyed it. Like yeah. once they went to commercial, I was like. Oh, Andretti's winning this match. And of course, they had the graphic queued up and they showed the graphic afterwards on the internet. And, and like, listen, I'm I'm kind of half joking, and I hope I'm wrong, but I was just like, welcome to AEW Action Andretti. We'll see you on Dark and No, please months. don't.
0: So that's don't I feel bad advocating, but like I don't think he deserves a space on the roster all of a sudden. Put him in Ring of Honor. That's fine. Don't give him the graphic.
1: Well, they already gave him the graphic. What? They already gave him the graphic. Oh, like right after the match, so he had the graphic. Dumb. So okay, whatever. My thing with Action Andretti was just that. Uh, yeah, he's got to start somewhere. I don't think he needs to be on dynamite or rampage or. Yeah. But like no doing what they did so my favorite baseline is always parker boudreaux where when they hired him i said yeah he's your problem now tony you're gonna bury him in it, not bury him you're gonna you're gonna store him away in orlando and break him out for dark tapings and that's about it and that was gonna be after the Trustbusters lost in the uh the trio's tag tournaments, and that's what happened and yeah. parker was just on the dark tapings and he had one match on two sessions so like here we are action Andretti also had a match on the dark tapings uh so he'll be on dark he's 24 let him keep yeah, it yeah, that's good if he had whatever his deal is sure good for him get the money get the bag i hope he can keep working he's got to drop his mcw heavyweight championship probably on new year's eve because they have a show then uh and that's that's fine that's good but uh it was a good match action Andretti showed out and that's really all that matters mm-hmm. jericho was a great opponent to make him look really good uh and the match itself was just it was fun it was, i enjoyed it it's
0: really good and again the crowd really helped like that the, the the yeah aw crowds have been fun most of the time it's just that sometimes with the like face heel mess can irritate me but like lately it's been pretty strong
1: so how'd you feel about mjf and ricky starks for the uh dynamite diamond ring and the aw world championship
0: I thought it was good. I was a little disappointed. I thought it was going to be a bit bigger. Uh, it was It was good. It was a good match. All the promos leading up to it were very strong. Um, I don't care about the dynamite diamond ring. I'm tired of hearing those words. Um, and they really made it like crap this year by doing this like double thing um, by not having it taken off of MJF. Like they've just made it his thing. It's his brass knuckles. And it's like, <sighs> I don't care. Yeah. So it's fine. It was fine. Like I, I, I didn't. I'm. I wasn't blown away by that match. Uh, I thought it a little bit under delivered, but it was good. Like it wasn't bad. So,
1: I think my favorite thing after all this is uh, Ricky Stark's finisher is called the Rochambeau.
0: Yeah. I
1: Are you y- you're familiar with Rochambeau? Yeah, from it's just South Park. kicking each other
0: in the balls. Like. <laughs>
1: exactly. So how does this match end? MJF hits a Rochambeau
0: on Ricky Starks. I'm sure it did. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, so the match was fine match was good i agree with you that uh there are better ways to use that diamond ring and that it should be a stepping stone for somebody yeah Um, and and starks honestly like i'm with two mindsets one how could you have um uh, i lost my train of thought for a second (laughs) how can you have the world title match and the diamond ring match but how can you make your world champions still look good if he has to lose the ring.
0: Yeah. Like it doesn't, that
1: matter. was the tough part. They couldn't, he, he should have vacated the ring.
0: Yeah. Like I thought, I thought or, the battle royal was for the, maybe I I'm not remembering. It was the battle. Royal is the last two competitors end up fighting for the ring. Right. Wasn't that that's it? what it used to be? Yeah, yeah. So why couldn't they just do that? Cause then MJF just doesn't have it. Cause he's not in it because he's the world champion and has other priorities.
1: Even so, if they had done the match with MJF versus Ricky Starks one for the dynamite diamond ring, Ryan Danielson comes out and costs MJF the match, or he somehow, you know, gets MJF DQ'd and then the dynamite diamond ring still moves over to Ricky Starks or Starks just takes it. He's like, this is my ring now.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know. They could have done something more with that. It felt like a, a wasted opportunity. Um yeah. And that then being Brian, said like Daniels, the stupid
1: yeah. ring has ever done anything no it really wanted. it
0: is like synonymous with mjf but at this point like just don't do it next year <laughs> just forget about it like Pretty you can much. move on
1: anyway uh danielson comes out and and, and does the kick uh what do you think
0: it's danielson we knew it was going here again i'm not that hyped for that feud it felt i, I like it just it feels shitty like i feel like build up Ricky Starks, keep building up Ricky Starks. You did a damn good job in this feud doing that. And then pulling in Brian Danielson just feels like another like legends nostalgia over everything situation, like I didn't think you needed to do the Danielson thing at the end of this show.
1: have him they show been up teasing it for so long.
0: I know. Like it Just do like it next week.
1: Well, when yeah. are they doing they're going to do what New Year's Smash? Is that going to be the match? I don't I guess one
0: of these many named dynamites.
1: Tis the season for lots of gimmicks.
0: Yeah. tis the season for arbitrary name changes.
1: (laughs) No, they do it all the time. Come on. Yeah,
0: it's true. There is no season. The season is ever present.
1: That's right. It's not so bad. It's just do a (laughs) pay-per-view. Uh, and you want to talk about your favorite match of the night, the opening contest, carry on my wayward souls. Mm, They are wayward. (laughs) Um, so here's
0: the thing. These matches have been tremendous what the hell was this one it's the same thing but not as good like we talked about how they could book this very long series of things we mentioned like do a couple of quick ones because that's fine and fun and like you still get to keep your, your chops up i get they wanna it just feel as i mentioned to you this just feels like extremely narcissistic booking from people in positions of power like who like you know cm punk's a douchebag but like some of these like it's, it's like the, the pot calling the kettle black type yeah, of thing. Like here really like, yeah, everyone <laughs> sucks here is the situation because <laughs> exactly. the bucks are clearly like, this isn't, this isn't very like giving, like they are eating up large segments of the show every single week to do the same thing and just be like, look at me, look at me, me, generation me. That's this, like, it feels extremely narcissistic because like, why, why did you do this one? Like, the first three were all excellent. They all had slightly different beats. This one didn't do anything except have them win with the stupid hammer again to say, and the rest ones, the rest of them all have gimmicks, so you know it's going to seven. Like, you could have done two quick ones and then, Mm -hmm. like, built anticipation for the later ones, like,
1: did you mean to make a Generation Me reference?
0: Yes. Yeah, that was <laughs> <Okay>. purposeful. <laughs>
1: yeah, no. Why would you stumble anyone stumble into this shit? The that's all.
0: No, it's such a stupid sentence that nobody would say that otherwise. Because Generation Me isn't anything like
1: it was. It was them
0: in TNA. Yeah, I know it was them in TNA, <laughs> which is a very TNA level name. Um,
1: oh God,
0: it's just like it. it it didn't add anything like i i was enjoying this up until this but it was a long segment followed by an awkward weird promo at the end where you didn't have clearance to run the promo shut up kenny like you're an evp (laughs) like and it was just it didn't add a damn thing like it really didn't they're now down three to one which they made a meal of it's like i don't care like it's, it's fake. Like I don't, you're not down three to one. You've added stipulations that are now promising to deliver something at a, the touring circus level. So like people are going to expect to see those matches. They could subvert my expectations, but given how much they want to spend 30 minutes on every show showing that they can still wrestle because they had to take a few weeks off is, is irritating to me. Cause it's
1: just like, see, you know what this is. They did round ball round ball rock this week. So they did the NBA theme. <laughs> the NBA uh, and NBC theme, They did that. And you know, the stupid meme from like 2016, the, with the, uh, was it, it was oh, God who, who blew a, who blew a three, one lead in the I don't NBA final. It's, it's a sports reference. Don't We're not watch sports basketball. guys. We, we watched hockey. I watch
0: MMA and I watch baseball. <laughs> like, which and is just going
1: to light up now. Just yeah, being like 2016. Yeah, yeah. It was the Hawks and the golden state warriors or whatever it is. My point being, that's what they're doing They're bringing this meme back from like 2016 in the NBA finals that like people are going to pop for because people will pop for just about anything the elite does. Yeah. Um, Which is
0: like they're good. They are good at wrestling. They are good in the ring. Most of the time they do okay. This feels extremely self serving. Like it's just like you don't need 30 minutes off the top of every show to do this. Like,
1: have some Warriors, by the way
0: yeah okay warriors
1: blew a three one lead that's the whole that's the that's joke
0: lebron James involvement with the Cavaliers i think I don't know
1: and 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 what's even better is that this whole thing ends in the middle it uh, does it end in, in uh does it end on the eleventh because if it does that's l a that's the forum that's 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 the golden state It's technically in San francisco but like you get you get the point it's it's california
0: deep storytelling that
1: it's 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 trolling at best. uh that's where we're at so yeah it's frustrating that we're doing all this just so that the elite wins back the trio's championships and then house of black immediately attacks the elite and we're going from there yeah i that's that's really where my problem is where, where it lands with this the elites know who their next opponents are and their next opponents have already said we want the we want the trios tag titles and we want the elite. So you've basically told us who's winning this best of seven. And now they're like, Oh shit, we have to make it interesting again because we are doing this best of seven. We're clearly going seven. So now we have to do uh, uh Escalar de la muerte in, in the seventh match, a no DQ match uh, for, for number five. And then what's number six la- no, no, n- ladder? No, ladder
0: seven. Sorry. I don't know.
1: Match so match, last man standing. I think, which is is. how does that even work? It's not what it is. Uh, yeah, so it's just whatever. It's, it's, they threw all of these, all these gimmicks on now because they're like, oh, we, we have to, I guess and uh and that's it that's that's just going to be the uh, the end of that whole and it's just
0: like it's so transparent because the roster is so bloated so everything that gets time ends up forecasting what's going to happen in the road down the road so having the house of black come in and do the squash against the factory which again is confusing because the factory are douchebags, and like the house of black is getting cheered like crazy and it's like what okay so it's just a bunch of devil worshipers worshipers oh false count anywhere so another no dq match Got thank
1: it. you mod mike
0: yeah thank you a whole lot um yeah like it's just like you see what where it's going and how it's taking shape because they don't have random trios matches even though they damn well should like because their roster is too big and they don't have time to fit everything in a two-hour show because rampage already doesn't matter for some reason like it's disappointing but overall the show was good uh what else happened a lot of stuff. yeah uh
1: what else happened on that show i mean there was just a lot of stuff time Mello versus ruby Soha. it was fine it was fine. fine. It was fine, uh, and then the Mox promo was actually really good too.
0: Yeah, and, and, and quieter he, that was a, for some reason. The, the backstagers, the audio was quieter for me, like quite a bit.
1: That's been that's been kind of a, a common issue that hopefully they'll be fixing because uh, they hired a new uh, a new um, senior VP and executive producer, co executive producer. Hell yeah! Who, okay, uh, Mike Mansbury, who Mike Mansuri, not Mansbury, hmm. uh, Mansuri, <laughs> who uh, used to work for WWE, has a lot of uh, experience. Oh under good, his belt. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he was uh, heir to the throne type of thing mm. when he was uh, working in WWE, and he left. Uh, he left about a year ago, I think. He worked as an EP for Pat McAfee's show as well, so he has the experience. He has the the, the drive to do this, um, and it's exciting. You know, yeah. This week was his first week at TV, but he wasn't working on TV like he was observing, which. Thank God for that. Cause, like, take your time. Don't just jump in and change everything. Yeah. yeah. Just like once they go, uh, maybe the January 4th show in Seattle would be his, like, big first show under his belt. Uh, And I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to any positive changes that come to AEW, especially to Dynamite and the production, because uh, they could use it. We talked about this plenty of times. There are certain things that could be just made better. Wrestling is good. Yeah. The wrestling is honestly good. It's all about the production styles that's what yeah. i want to see um oh and then uh, brian cage and down jungle jack had a good match
0: they really did yeah that was excellent they're, they're doing a good job like bringing out brian cage rebuilding them same with jack perry jack perry they're they're moving him up into a less dorky gimmick it's good less dorky evolving him yeah
1: he is now jungle young adult
0: <laughs> pretty
1: much as we say uh let's get out of here it's been over an hour tim where can the people find you on the internet?
0: instagram t-i-m-b-s-t-o-n-e-p uh twitter's a shithole <laughs> run while well you can
1: it is that being said we're at fightful overbooked youtube.com slash fightful <laughs> dropping content every single day and yes i mean it every day if we don't there's a serious problem someone's gonna get chewed out i'm actual pearl all, ladies gentlemen friends beyond the binary we will see you in the next one cheers